0: I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So... I launched my book and the book tour is grueling. And as you get older, you realize you don't have it like you used to. What's funny is I actually, this book tour, am in great spirits because I am not trying to fit 50 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. This is the easiest book tour I've done. I've been around the country pregnant doing, you know, 12 cities in 20 days and it's a nightmare. And then you get a little moody and then you're a little abrupt and then you get self-conscious because you're a little moody and a little abrupt because you're cranky and you're miserable. And it's taking on too much. And we do that. We waterborne ourselves. And you have to be so stringent about it. So this book tour is fairly it's 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 a lot and it's exhausting. And I did the today show. I was on Kelly and Ryan and DeGale King at six in the morning. I had to stay in a hotel the night before with my daughter. I did watch what happens live just right before that at night. And my dog had a scratch and his eye was sealed shut and I had to get him a cone and my daughter had homework and we were staying in a hotel and I had to get up her early, get her up early. And she wanted to connect and I wanted to have her have an experience in the city. So we went out to dinner And then I wanted to go to bed and she wanted to like look in my eyes and talk. And I said, I, you need to respect the fact that I have to get up early. And then she said one more thing and it woke me up and I couldn't get to sleep. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be up all night and I won't be able to be good for Gail King. And like, it's a shit show. I mean, then I got, then I did all these shows and sat in my hotel for one hour, had to put on an outfit and try on a, a wardrobe consult effectively, like do a fit to see if this red dress from Oscar de la Renta, Oscar de la Renta that my friend Fernando sent over because I don't take time for wardrobe. I look in my closet. I shop my own closet. I don't borrow anything. I have no time. I needed someone to say, this is a dress that might be good. I chose it. I liked it. They came over, they brought the dress. I said, that's it. One shot. I literally don't have time to worry about clothes. So then we rushed to the airport, went to Orlando ate a meal, went to sleep, woke up, spoke to, I think it was like probably 500 to 1,000 people. Had to go to the pool, put on the glasses and my swimwear, take pictures to promote that, get back to the plane, get on the plane, come home, go to sleep, look through all these beauty products people sent me because evidently I'm now a beauty influencer. And then I went to bed, woke up this morning, too early for some reason, I only slept six hours, woke up this morning, had to do multiple book press podcasts middle of one of them my daughter called sore throat coming home from school hunt down doctors get an appointment get a covid test taken she doesn't have covid does she have strep get a manicure in between because another event came up that i have to go to tonight after my katie kirk barnes and noble event tonight so then got a 10 minute manicure went upstairs made sure my daughter has gatorade and ramen and whatever beverages she needs and that she's happy and comfortable came back down here to do the podcast. And this is just the beginning. And it's gnarly. And all of this I tell you to say one of the things I talk about in my book, which is prose play hurt. My body's beat down. This is the easiest book tour I've ever done. And I'm 15 years older and I'm shattered, whooped. It's endless obligations. I have a fiancé. I have to travel to Boston. I have to be a good partner. I can't just check out of my life for a month because of this. So I said, no. I took an appearance that I had to travel for off the board, made a trip with Paul to Santa Barbara. Need to invest in that also. Need to be a good parent. Need to do it all. Pros play hurt. And I realized that when Kim Kardashian said the comment about get off your ass and work, I don't think she meant that people don't actually work. I'm changing my tune about that. And people... Not everybody has the same opportunities that she does or that I have had. And not everyone started on third base. But I think she, and I will say that many of you will say, oh, she has teams of hair and makeup and stylists and all this stuff. I will tell you something. To go on a tour like she must do and do the Sports Illustrated, and do the Met Ball, and do the Fashion Week, superficial as it all may seem, and put the bathing suit on, and take the selfie, and take the social media, and do the filter, and be with the kids, and whether she's with nannies or not, it doesn't matter, and get on the private plane even, and be dehydrated, and put the eye masks on, and try not to be dehydrated the next day, and be you know with her boyfriend, and in the past, be with Kanye, and do all that stuff, and want it. You have to be an animal. You have to be a pro, that plays hurt. And not all Kardashians are created equal. You see the difference between Courtney and Kim. Now Courtney has entree to this amazing life and opportunity and social media and followers, just like Chloe and everybody else. So she may do Kim Kardashian work light. She still has to post and has to care and is part of the 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 Chris Jenner machine that they all keep moving forward for the cause and they keep succeeding. But there's a difference. Kim Kardashian. Is an animal. I'm an animal. There aren't that many animals. Like, you could like them, you could hate them. There are like 10 animals that I can think of. I bet you Anna Wintour is a beast, an animal. She's a pro and she plays hurt. Martha Stewart, animal, pro, plays hurt. JLo, animal, pro, plays hurt. Doesn't mean you're a billionaire. I don't, you know, I think Rihanna works her ass off, but in some cases, she just does what she has to do and doesn't want to. You may not have to do it. There are certain people, and I've met most of them in this business, Oprah is an animal. You know, just people that are just like, I'm um, pushing forward. Who gives a shit how tired I am? That's a touching story. And that's Kris Jenner, full animal. But Kim Kardashian could be the biggest animal of the Kardashian clan. It's not Kendall. It's not Kylie. It's not Courtney. It's not Chloe. It's Kris Jenner, or Cor- it's Chris Jenner or Kim Kardashian for the two most rabid pros play hurt animals in that family. And that's just the way it goes. H B-I-C's, head bitches in charge are full animals. So if that's what I think she I think she meant like you go hard. And when it's hard, you keep going. If you want it if you want it. And now I don't want everything. I don't want to be a billionaire. I don't want, I'm not, you know, I don't, I say no to more things than I say yes to. I walked away from millions of dollars on that show. I'm only an animal in the sense that, like I'm not the same kind of animal as Chris Jenner and, and, and Kim and that I want it all. World power, take it all over, grab it all. Every cover, every person, every follower, every deal, everything. I'm not that person, but what I'm doing I want and I do well. If you do it, you do it well. Nothing good comes easy. And if you have one thing that you want to do or you want to get or you want to be, you be an animal. You go do that one thing the best. And I mean at the bottom. You're getting coffee. You're making copies. I don't care what it is. You be the best and you be the HBIC of that. And that's what I am meaning I don't go say yes to this and that and the other thing. I say no to more things than I say yes to. If I have a book out and I want you to read it because it's so amazing and it's going to help you and it's going to be this amazing toolkit for you to take through every entrepreneurial opportunity you will ever have, whether you're a mogul or a mom, I'm going to hustle that book because I have partners and I'm not going to let them down. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do all of this stuff And I'm going to put my back into it and give it my all because that's the kind of animal that I am. So figure out what kind of animal you are and decide how you want to go about it, no matter what it is, even philanthropy. I am a beast with philanthropy, a full scale, get gray hair, drink vodka at night, obsess 24 hours a day about the people I'm helping and getting them as much money as possible. I am a Kris Jenner, Kim Kardashian philanthropic animal. No one can touch me. In the philanthropic space, no one can touch me. Untouchable, unprecedented, full HBIC, full pro playing hurt. That's bigger than the game. That's about the people and get the money to the people. No rubber chicken dinners, no big fancy linens, no famous people to hawk them to get the money. Just get the money to the people with the path of least resistance and the most economical way possible. So that's what this book is about. My crazy journey, my own way, my non-traditional success. It's accessible to you. You can be as successful as you want to be. With the exception of if you're below the poverty line, if you right now have four kids that you're trying to support, you start slow. You take one little step at a time, but you do whatever job it is. You stand out. You find a way To stand out, even though you're exhausted, you just muscle it up because it will come back to you. Then you'll get the next thing. Someone will notice. Then the next thing will come. And the next thing after that, you ask somebody for help. You find a way in. You just got to get to the first piece on that board, just the first piece. Then you play that first piece like your whole heart is in it. And then you somehow mix that piece with the second piece, get the two pieces on the board. And that's how you build a career that's layered. My career is layered. When I tell you that it is not something that can be just knocked down like a house of cards because I'm a one hit wonder that did one thing. I've done things, been known, made mistakes, taken a beating, but I have a layered career with different people I've connected with for different reasons along the way. And I've worked hard. It is not lucky. It is work. And I've worked hard the whole way through. I have put everything into it that I care about because I'm passionate about it. And that's all I've ever done is just work on what I want to do, what I care about, what's important to me, what I think I can push through. And you can push that through to the end zone, one step at a time. Worry about the one thing and layer your career. Be a trustworthy person with your friends, with people you connect with. They'll then tell other people, oh, she'd be good for business because she's trustworthy because of that one thing. Then meet people in business that you can't stand but be professional and be trustworthy and be above board and be fair. And then you get that good reputation. And the people that are challenging, that are a nightmare, don't burn the house to the ground. Don't burn the goddamn bridge. I've seen nine out of 10 housewives burn the goddamn bridges, take that house down to the fucking sticks, small picture, that's not you, you are a big picture thinker, and you know who you see on the way up is who you see on the way down, and you fold it into the batter, and you make relationships, and you build this career into what you want it to be, step by step, minute by minute, year by year, (sighs) that's what it is, Courtney marriage. Love it. Check the box. Happy about it. Doing it her own way. I'm happy for them. She gets to be with someone cool and great now. And she gets to be with someone interesting. She was with Scott Disick. And while now he's the Lord God Disick, who wouldn't do a show that I was on On a panel, they wanted me, somebody wanted me, Scott Disick, and one other person as like their dream dinner. And he said they needed to fly in private in to do it. And it was pretty famous people. Um, But it was a pretty famous person. But anyway, Courtney was with Scott Disick. While Kim gets to be at the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl with Kanye, a god in the rap industry and fashion industry. And, you know, everybody's with all these interesting people and famous basketball players and all that. And she's with the Lord Scott Disick before he became a Lord. He was actually a jester when she met him. So he was the family jester that she got to be with, who he got to do the to party, go to fucking, I think, rehab and be in Vegas acting like a jackass. And that got to be her plus one. Now she gets to be with a real drummer who's in a real band. He's got his own fucking brand of cool. She gets to have her own brand of rock and roll. She gets to go wear edgy shit and say, fuck it, we're doing this thing in our own way. We're going to Santa Barbara because we're alternative and we're edgy and we're doing it our own good goddamn way. Go with God, Courtney. You deserve it. I like it. It gets to be her own little pocket that's different than everybody else in that family. And it's not that easy to find room in that family to have your own identity. And Courtney and, and, and um, Travis get to be their own rock and roll, edgy, elope couple. I like it. Listen. Amber Heard and Johnny. I mean, this is the thing. She's now the villain and he's the hero, but, like, he's still Johnny Depp in that crazy fucking relationship. Things like MDMA and feces in the bed are being thrown around. Like, I mean, this is 50 shades of shit. Like, you know, it's like the fucking... He's queen of the dumb fucks now. He gets to be the king of the dip. He's the king of the dipshits. He's been vindicated because in the relationship of shit in the bed, MDMA, cocaine, some level of domestic violence, and fucking crazy town, he's the hero. I don't know what story that is. He's the hero and she's the villain, but it's all Fifty Shades of Garbage. Like, honestly, think about that. Like, water seeks its own level. He was in a relationship for more than two hours with this fucking crazy town bag of bullshit. So, I mean, it's all, it's all like, it's insane. Imagine like, Johnny Depp looks like hero only in a relationship with Amber Heard. Right? Any other person in the world in a relationship with Johnny Depp, and he looks like a crazy person. But because he's in a relationship with Amber Heard, thank God. He picked the one person in a relationship. Johnny Depp picked the one person to marry in this world that could make him look like a saint. Like Johnny Depp has become Mother Teresa because of Amber Heard. I mean, that's crazy. Johnny Depp is gonna be fucking anointed Gandhi and 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 the Pope uh because he was in a relationship with the craziest woman that's walked this planet. So now he's like sainted. Like I'm sure Queen Elizabeth is calling him and be like, come here, I wanna give you a knighthood because you fucking look good compared, because you're now the hero in this crazy villain story. It doesn't make any sense. Johnny Depp plus anyone besides Amber Heard is a raving MDA cocaine shit in bed tolerating man. But here he looks like, and then a hero comes along. I mean, because Amber Heard is who he's being compared to. Honestly, put me next to Shrek. I'm going to be the first person. I'll be co-hosting the Met Ball next year with Anna Wintour. Like Johnny Depp is a hero. Johnny Depp is an absolute hero. He's gonna get the Nobel Peace Prize. Johnny Depp is gonna win the Nobel Peace Prize, get a Peabody Award, a Pulitzer Prize Award, become a knight. Uh, you know, it's it's he'll co-host the, he'll host the Academy Awards next year. Why? Because of the way that Amber Heard made him look. So anyway, I just think this is insane. Like, I just have to say, you, like you, you were in a relationship with a fucking crazy person. Like that means you're part of it. Like you can't like, you can't be, a, if you're sane, you can't be around crazy that goddamn long. You know what I mean? Like just, I just, I just think it's like extra. I don't talk about cocaine feces and MDMA in my relationship that often. I mean, and when I say that often at all, okay, Paul doesn't like to wear his night guard in front of me. And I have a night guard too. You know what I mean? Like it's just not, it's not, it's not normal these things that are discussed well no yeah i was getting the cocaine and you said something that was untoward in addition to the domestic abuse but it's like wait we're burying what about the cocaine we're not we're just leaving the cocaine. no yes i felt that you spoke to me in a very disrespectful way when we were talking about who got a more a bigger portion of mdma on our keto mdma diet like wait what you guys have MDMA at the house? Hey, where did you go? Did you get like, did they sell that at CVS? Like what, you have MDMA at the house. Who who has the cocaine? Put the, kid. listen to me, get the kids in the car. Someone go to the bathroom, make sure you have beverages. And so who has the cocaine? Does anybody have the cocaine? Who's got the special K? We have a snack pack, we're going to the airport. Let's put the cocaine away, the MDMA stored in the suitcase. Cause if you check it, they won't go through your bag. And I just want to make sure we have the cocaine, the MDMA. And the Molly. But you were fucking rude to me the way you asked me to put that cocaine in the car. That was not acceptable and it was abusive. It's harassment. They're like, oh no, that was two days after they got the TRO, which is a restraining order. It was two days after the TRO. Just like we're throwing in like TR in this trial, and I have not followed this trial at all. I want you to know, in the little snippets that just like slide through TikTok, I've heard MDMA, I've heard shitting in the bed, I've heard TRO, I've heard cocaine, I've heard you beat the shit out of me, I've heard you, you, you did something to me, you shoved something down my throat in a bathroom. Like, what the fuck? There's two crazy people in this equation. Did anything else happen that anyone heard in this trial, or I got it all? Got right, okay. No, yeah. Oh, and I do, yeah. And the man it was did trash a hotel room for the record in my whole life in my teens and my spring break and my whole life. And I've dated a lot of different kinds of people. I've dated, you know, interesting people, crazy people, you know, Italian gangster people. I've never known anyone to trash an entire hotel room at any point in their timeline. I of a hangover. So like, that is part of your journey. So like, I'm sure he's a hero now because of this association, but he's a fucking shit show too. Like, this, this whole thing is up in the most fine, shining example for his children. So, but by the same token, I understand why he had to go to court. He had to take this thing to the mats. He had to prove this thing because she was going. This was going to be War of the Roses. She was going to grab him with the claw while she was dead under the swamp water and pull him down, like, to the last minute. He could kill her. He could, you know, he could, do, he could literally put her down she will come back in his nightmares. so he had to go to the mats and to the courts for this but no one is a shining example of a human being on this planet in this fucking disaster area